0: Y'all, welcome back. I am so excited right now because uh, the contrast in what I expected this episode to be versus what it's about to be is uh, stark, uh, big time. We were going to do this last week. We had uh, Ashley and Eric scheduled to come on. Stuff happens, scheduling conflicts and things. So we're doing this today, the morning after the big vote. So let's just dive in. How y'all doing? How are we feeling, Texans? We excited?
1: (laughs) Um. A wave of emotions, obvious major disappointment, but also just trying to remember that I had set expectations for myself, got a little, like, pre-psyched, and then came back down to reality. So,
2: Yeah, I think reality is the right word there, right? It's like our reality in this state is pretty clear for quite a while, it seems. Um, Maybe nationally it's a little bit different, but at least locally – It's going to be a while until we even get to purple around (laughs) here. So,
0: yeah. There was a minute, I mean, for, for anybody listening that's not from Texas, we're specifically talking about Beto versus uh, Vance's, Vance's nemesis, uh, the wheelchair wrestler, and there was a moment, a very brief moment where, where it seemed like Beto actually had a chance, like early, early in the night, it actually seemed like it, and then, yeah, I mean, by the end, it was just a bloodbath. And that's but Eric
1: was quick it, to call out and very correct that that's how it looked in the Senate race against Ted Cruz, and then those numbers as they came in just leveled on out. Um, I think
0: and I don't know anything about anything and this I promise anybody this won't be a super politics heavy pot. I mean, maybe it will I don't know but mostly just the idea of voting. It seems like early voting is like almost always Democrat. I don't know why that is. But it seems like in so many of the races that I was sort of half paying attention to last night while also trying to fight my kids to go to bed, it seemed like every single one of them started out huge blue and slowly... Wa- like, Herschel Walker was getting stomped. And then by the time I went to bed, he was like it was like 50-50. He was like, what's that? It felt like that was true everywhere. Is that the vibe y'all get? They, For some reason, the early voters are more whatever? They've
1: commented on that. They The, the polling data shows that early voters tend to be more blue and i i've yet to figure out exactly why i think that is but
2: i think the theory would be that just early voting in general you're going to have more people in urban areas because it's harder for them to vote it's harder for them to get there and there are just more people who are eligible to be early voters in those areas so i think those are more likely to be blue whereas as time goes it's a little easier to get to the polls and just vote day of if you live in a County with 4,000 people.
1: That's probably true. And probably Mm -hmm. age-wise as well, right? And there's a lot of like older people retired. They ain't got nothing to do. They'll go stand in line all day on Tuesday if they need Mm -hmm. to. Whereas the younger voters are maybe historically in school or at a job.
0: Yeah. Did y'all hear anything? Because I haven't, I haven't really looked. I've actually tried to insulate myself against it. Have you guys seen anywhere where like the voter suppression and voter intimidation like, really happened? Like, I know a lot of dudes in trucks, I see pictures of dudes in trucks sitting there, but no, like, stories of anybody doing anything. Have y'all heard of anything? Because I didn't, surprisingly. I
2: believe in Houston, there was a polling location where the judge was, like, refusing to sign votes, and that's why, or could be part of the reason why Harris County stayed up until 8 p.m. to vote. But, I mean, other than that, I haven't heard of any, like, widespread coordinated efforts to, like, Suppress votes other than what they enact in
0: law. Well, yeah, other than gerrymandering, which is just a completely. Yes. It, <laughs> yeah, it's so weird because, like, I, I, I want to just hate on specific candidates, but I do, I'm I going to try to keep this, you know, whatever. It's wild that that still exists. And and I realized that, like, even the idea of complaining, like, if we complain, like, oh, it's all gerrymandered, you're just complaining to the people who set it up that way. Right. Like, the people that are in charge don't want it to change. So, like, do y'all see any hope that that ever changes? Like, not even just Texas specifically, but, like, this this is a rampant problem across the country. Do you see any future where that is not a thing?
1: I mean, only because I'm more familiar with Texas, obviously. But, again, if you look at the map, specifically talking about Beto versus... Abbott. I mean, you've got the uh, major metropolitan areas voting for Beto. Dallas County, Austin counties, and Houston counties. I think San Antonio as well. All go blue. Yep. We are clearly some of the, some of the largest cities, not only in the state but of the country. And, America. Yeah. Yeah, and and then you you have uh, yes drawn districts that uh, support these massive blank. Pieces of Texas land that end up Just turning the state agricultural, red. yeah, yeah
0: grass. Yeah, there's apparently. actually a
2: whole new House district in Texas that was more or less drawn to centralize the blue vote so that this place is 100% always going to be blue, but the other surrounding districts are less likely to be so because all the votes that were sort of swaying it one way or the other are now in this district. Mm. Um There was... Do y'all have any idea about this? This is something we probably should have discussed at some point, but I know gerrymandering has been around a long time, but has it always been this prevalence or this influential? Do we have any idea yeah. on that?
0: This blatant. I wish That's I had
1: better historical data to back that up, but
2: mm-hmm. But like just I guess from a That's
0: actually that'd be an interesting yeah, From topic a
2: philosophical standpoint, like it's a very weird question about like what is the goal, right? Is it to make sure that your side is winning? It probably isn't. It's to best serve your country or your constituents or whatever. But if you feel like the best way to do that is to ensure that they are represented by gerrymandering, like that is obviously wrong. But it is a very weird, like, mind fuck, I guess.
1: <laughs> it, 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 it's yeah. an insane concept. So I have a very close friend who honestly we should have invited her to join this podcast today she's has dedicated much of her adult life to fighting political causes um, in any way she knows how whether it's uh, running election no. offices or just um really digging into what's happening in her local politics around her from the school board to the to like city council et cetera. she lives in um houston suburb of houston Uh, So she probably could speak to this a lot more, but uh, but some of the stats that we saw during the presidential election are things like gerrymandering and and voter suppression. So there's the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, which Republicans voted against upholding, of course, because you have things where you have (laughs) agricultural absent small amounts of people who live in very remote parts of the state who have like 10 or 12 different election polling stations and drop off boxes. And then they've reduced the number in a major metropolitan area like Houston to like two. So you've got yeah. millions of people trying to go to two polling places and 1,200 people out in BFE nowhere, Texas, who have got multiple places to vote. So uh, seems pretty, um, uh, you know, that, 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 that is a plan. That doesn't happen by accident. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. and for for those listening bfe is a uh, balloon filling elephants it's for uh, it's for the kids it's for the kids out there joe you, know, are, you got two more animal, bfes
2: for me that like you can gonna make up on the spot
0: uh we got some uh some we got bigfoot <laughs> okay. exists as well as we got uh bottom feeding energy it's like it's like the opposite of I, I, bottom, bottom feeding energy is pretty good bottom
2: That's i'm
0: just saying anybody out there you can have that. You can keep that one. That's on that. Oh, but it's such a weird thing because I, I get why districts used to matter. I get why we used to have to split it up this way because the idea of any one person or group tallying up the entirety of a state's vote, specifically a state like Texas or California, you can't do it. I mean, there's fifty million. That's an exaggeration, but there's you know tens of millions of votes but nowadays with computers we can do this we can just drop all the there doesn't need to be any gerrymandering there doesn't need to be districts at all just who, take the entire state who won just we have the ability we already do it we are like with the the Hillary versus Trump presidential thing we already know the absolute number and yet we still just pretend to not use it like what what are we what is it besides purposely rigging shit what is the purpose of keeping any of this? Why have we not moved on? And can you guys think of any reason other than just? Well, trying let me to rig
2: clarify. Are you advocating for like an electoral all or nothing system within state representatives in the House? Or what are we? What are we saying here?
0: At least for the governor. Yeah, that makes it yes. for statewide elections. Governor, yeah, I why not? Agree with you, yeah. Yeah. Why are we doing anything other than just popular vote? Count them up. Period. Now, I, I get you, you get districts and things. That's a whole separate. But, like, the idea that we would have any gerrymandered elections for statewide, of any state, that's insane to me. I, do you see any reason, just trying to play devil's advocate, do you see any reason to try and keep that, like, away? Do you see any reason to stop that?
2: I mean, for statewide elections, it should be much easier to vote just on a mass scale, right? Like,
0: I understand
2: local elections, like we voted on, you know. Mayor or yesterday, right? Like, that obviously probably shouldn't be just opened up to, like, phones and digital voting. Although, I guess theoretically they could do it based off location. Mm. Yeah. Listen, if Spectrum mm. can give me an alert every time it sprinkles to where I can't watch my TV because of a severe weather right. warning, like, I, I think we could probably figure <laughs> this out.
0: Yeah. I love it. I have I have lent my NBA TV login to other people, and I've gotten alerts. Your home address is not the yada yada. Like <laughs> if NBA TV can do it, I'm certain we can figure out something with an ISP address. Or what? Do you think we'll ever go there? Do you think in general digital voting will ever be adopted?
1: Um, having worked in the cybersecurity space, who represents a lot of Fed customers? Although, oh shit! I yeah, mean, you would know. Eric also works in the public space. You these are these are industries that are incredibly underfunded. Like you look at the infrastructure that these types of companies, will, I I think that we would have to ultimately end up somehow allowing a private corporation to do that. And then that goes into a whole nother. Yeah. So I don't know. And I don't know that I trust it either. I, I would prefer that 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 we you know, still believe in the hands of government to handle the voting system and believe that it works and, and, you know, not hold up election deniers and all that good stuff. So, but historically that, you know, those are, those are, um, software and hardware underfunded, um, infrastructures that, you know, I'm not sure that they have the, the technical, um, investment or wherewithal to handle that at this present time.
2: Yeah. I think Ash is right Especially about that for sure. If- um, I actually have a, that brings an interesting question though. Yeah. Do you think, this is way off topic. Not that we have a topic, but do you think the idea that, like having a private company do it, do you, I guess my question: is, Do you think there is value in the fact that the people at a polling location are all like volunteer poll workers, right? And it's all sort of everybody who's involved in this, like technical overthrow of the government, is either appointed or a volunteer, and there's sort of a collective understanding that this is what we're doing. Do you think there's value in that as far as how election processes work?
0: Yeah, I think the main issue for me, at least, is I, I don't know who we would even trust to do this. What what company do we actually have faith in? What company do we actually believe would be fair that we could let do this? GameStop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I... Um... Joseph's losing it over there. No, I, I agree. Although I will say that towards the end of the election coverage that I was watching last night, good old Van Jones on CNN was saying, which I kind of have to agree, there, you know, coverage says that there was not a stronghold red wave or blue wave. And in that regard, we can actually believe a little bit more in democracy because you know we we were going into it a lot of us or you know whoever whatever side you fall on very afraid that there would be a full-blown support of the Trump-style election deniers that would all be in office and democracy as we know it would be in true threat and that did not happen so i have to say in at in at least that regard it is somewhat of a win
2: yeah that's a really good point it's like Apparently, as a nation, we still believe in democracy. We just don't believe in what America should or shouldn't be in even, like, the closest way possible. But maybe at least, like, believing that we should be able to vote on it is good, I guess.
1: (laughs) Yes. And and, and my girlfriends and I were talking on a group chat this morning, like, really starts to open me up to thinking about, like, we really maybe should start looking at the demise of this two-party system. Because at the end of the day, what this midterm showed is that people are voting on candidates versus just straight party ticket lines. And so eh, there's crazies on each side and I'll be the first to admit it. And what, what it really comes down to is like not having, uh, or only having these very binary choices where all media from both angles has just full blown demonized one against the other leaves people who do find themselves in that historical, more moderate place where they used to, you know, flip voting on either side in a very like, where do I go? Like, I can't really sign up for this. And I also can't support that. And then you probably do lose some votership in that category as well, too. You know, I've heard
2: a theory and I'd be curious to ask y'all because you've actually spent significant amount of time in Europe, but I've heard a theory that's from my understanding at least, that at least there, it's not really a two-party thing. Like there are multiple candidates across multiple parties and they sort of split the vote and they slowly dwindle it down to sort of who you're going to vote for, that kind of thing. And I've heard a theory that that's really just sort of the growing of democracy and sort of a natural progression of it is that you sort of start with this sort of two-party thing, one choice or the other. And as time passes, people get tired of it. And those parties tend to split so much to where there are fractions in between and then those fractions grow up in the middle and they become their own entity. And so I'm wondering, does that sound logical to y'all as somebody who at least, at least you actually, like spend enough time in France to sort of see how they do politics?
1: Yeah, abs- absolutely. And and it just plays on the conversation that my girlfriends and I had this morning. We were saying like, you know, you get somebody who enters the race as an independent and they don't have a shot in hell. I mean, at the end of the day, we just know that that's the truth. And so somebody coming to the, to the stage, to a platform that doesn't align with Democrat or Republican, uh, typically loses out to a very, very large margin. And um, yes, I was I was in France for the uh, 2016 election of Macron, and uh, they had five candidates across different platforms. Um, I mean, Macron colloquially uh, called dubbed his campaign the "Al Marsh," like keep moving, let, let's. Move forward, um, d- 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 doesn't have a real political platform other than what he was representing. And he's won two terms. So, yeah, I think it would be nice to see um, people build a mind share of what it is that they're supporting and, and have people be able to follow that in, in a real way that doesn't have to fall on one side of the ticket.
0: Well, let me just say, as uh, America's number one most conservative podcast, Eric, it sounds like you're trying to change America. So, I'm going to need you to stop with that line of. <laughs> Communist garbage talk. Uh, I'm just trying to make it greater. Right. Thank right. you very much. <laughs> but no, wait, for what that's worth, it would be nice if the third party candidate wasn't simply viewed as the candidate who will steal votes. From either the Republican or the Democratic. That's in America. All we have right now is just if there is a third party, like a Ross Perot, just going way back because Eric dressed up as Ross Perot. And I still think that's hilarious for Halloween, whatever year that was. He all he did was just take votes away. And I remember that being talked about even in like high school. Like all this guy's going to do is just hurt one candidate as opposed to ever having a chance to win. Whereas, I mean, in England or certainly in France, the idea that parties almost have to work together. To form a majority on a platform, it focuses more on the ideas, at least in theory. I'm not going to pretend that I'm uh, super well-versed in any of this. But in theory, the focus becomes more on the ideas than on the party. Would you guys ever be in favor of the concept of voting on platforms without names, without Republican, Democrat? You just give the idea, and whichever candidate happens to embody that idea, that's the one you happen to vote for. But the the, the ballot itself is concepts. Would you all be up for that?
1: So I have to say, I saw a political commenter on um, Bill Maher. I still love to watch Bill Maher on HBO Max. I like that guy. And uh, used to watch Politically Incorrect back in the day for years. And she brought up a really good point. Uh, Survey data shows that Gen Z, who has grown up in this very specific bubble, where they can pick and choose almost anything in their life. We've talked about it on this Hmm. very podcast. Hmm. When we grew up, the top – Blockbuster movies that were streaming at the AMC were, you know, three to four, maybe five movies max that everybody saw because that's the only thing that was playing. Whatever top five, you know, albums were the most played on radio that had been handpicked for you by, you know, Some white the guy. billboard charts that be. Yeah, that's 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 the music that we were all collectively listening to. Well, Gen Z has grown up and she dubbed it the playlist generation where they are picking and choosing their own music, picking and choosing their own media, picking and choosing their own news channels, their own, uh, their source of content for everything. I mean, even, even down to online shopping. I mean, that didn't exist when we were growing up. You had to go to the mall. Whatever they put out in front of you is what you had to choose from. Now there's, I mean, a billion e-commerce sites, right? So. Uh, they were saying that this two-party system turns off and doesn't work for the younger generation because they're saying, well, I like this candidate for X, Y, and Z, but I'd actually like to pick a few things from this person over here. It doesn't give them enough of a choice, and so they back away from from what that voting structure looks like in, in whole, in, as a whole.
0: I would argue the powers that be want that. I would argue the powers that be, I mean, the old white men that are holding control, they don't want the younger generation voting because that's that's not going to help their, you know, what they're aiming for.
1: So Ryan and I and my sister said, you know, at this point, I mean, especially for a state like Texas in particular, I really just feel like we have to wait for the older generation to die off and get Gen Z to an age where they care enough to start actually voting and hopefully things turn around.
0: Damn it, COVID, you didn't go. I'm going to stop there. (laughs) Eve what's that face though before the reaction to my incredibly crass joke what was what was what was going through your head
2: no I was rooting for COVID too Joe this is America's (laughs) pro-COVID podcast
0: number one Uh, most conservative most pro-COVID it's what we do
2: um it was I was just thinking that is actually issue-based is how we vote locally right like we vote for local bonds right we vote Mm. for all that kind of thing um those are issue-based they're mostly financial, but there are some sort of, Still. like, people can vote to decriminalize weed, right? Didn't Colorado yeah. vote to, like, decriminalize mushrooms recently or whatever? Yo,
0: like, we voted, uh, if it stands right now, we voted to legalize mushrooms, but we voted to not allow delivery of booze. What the fuck? Is, well, I, I love this state, I do, but come on, y'all, what? <laughs> how do? You, how are you pro-mushrooms, anti-drive-me-some-beer? What the fuck? Anyways, yes, those issues should be. That's a pro-climate that's
2: what that
1: is. <laughs>
0: Just you just take some that's mushrooms probably, and you won't need that's beer. That's probably true. That's probably true. It, it, there, yeah, I bet exactly. you, uh, yeah. Unless the unless the delivery system is electric vehicles, we're not doing it because Colorado. But no, that's that's an interesting uh, it's an interesting point. That it should be. I mean, we should be able to vote a la carte. The all of these issues, it shouldn't just be A or B, and then you take you know the good and the bad with it. We should be able to split this up. Like we, we are evolved enough to be able to do this. The question is why are why have we not been given that choice yet? Who who is it benefiting, or what what is the purpose of keeping this going?
2: I think as part of this does go back to the whole um, mechanisms of like funding and process. Like it to incorporate something like this, and then to also have because you're literally changing the constitution almost in some way. Because what's going to happen? We're going to vote for say nationally, we vote to legalize gambling, right? Like the entire country is like, yeah, let's all fucking gamble. It's awesome. So, how does that go in Congress, right? Like, hmm. I don't, hmm. it's an interesting question. I don't, I'm not saying it's impossible, but it would be a very unique thing to start to implement. And the people who would be responsible for changing the laws to implement it are the people who actually have the power now, which is, I think, what you were going back to, Joe, right? Is like power corrupts.
1: That's true, and then and then what happens when what happens when you have a country as divided as it is, and and you get three hundred thirty five million people to collectively vote on abortion, and maybe it comes down to a very small margin of difference, but one side slightly outweighs the other, and then it's like. Okay, so then that's law. Yeah, because that's just how these set of people felt at this particular time.
0: The, yeah, that's insane too. I was thinking about that on the run up last night to this episode, like just writing stuff down or whatever. The idea that there are laws made from before we were born—the three of us being in our thirties—there are laws still on the books that were voted on by people who, the majority of which, are dead. That literally dead people yeah. still hold power in this country over the youth, and I'm not young. I mean, actually, you're young because you look it, but we're not young in generalized to like teenagers. Teenagers right now are controlled by laws. No, no, we're old. we are fucking old. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't look it. You look better yeah. than me and yeah, E yeah. Is the only point I'm making. But we are. Oh
1: my god, that's not even true. Y'all, y'all
0: look <laughs> the same. Yeah, we look pretty rough. No, but like the the idea that teenagers are being governed by people and policies that are literally dead. That's insane. Voting, the concept of the, the permanency. The permanency, permanence yes. of a vote is crazy. Yeah. Permanence, permanency. It's permanence. permanence, right? You got it, it's, it's permanence. It's added a Y it's, on it's there. Performance. It. Yeah. It's performance. It's perfumance. <laughs> yeah. The, the, yeah. <laughs> the idea that the perfume is still sitting around, uh, but it's weird. It's just weird that people that are literally, no it like is. the idea that the general conscience, I mean, Ashley, you already said it, and I, I totally agree. Old people sit around and vote. Old people have time to vote. And meanwhile, they're going to die in 10 years, and these they legislations do. are going to be around for 20, 30, 40 more years. It's wild right. that we do that and yes, yeah, something as important as abortion or as important as i mean anything that it would come down to like gun a 52 48 vote gun laws shit yeah 52 48 51 49 that's insane
1: uvalde voted for Abbott, y'all i mean that is the kind of statistic that makes me be like we're living in a matrix this has got to be a it, joke this is an alternate universe i mean right? the
0: the idea of Anyone being self-aware enough to realize – like, Herschel Walker, I, I haven't checked in the last couple hours, he, he admitted – I know, yeah. He, there were people that. That, that had an abortion because he pushed them to, and yet he's still on the party that's anti-abortion. Right. The hypocrisy right. that is required – the, the, the level of hypocrisy that you have to be able to just mentally just divert away from and just pretend it's not happening to still vote for this guy who's had abortions but is telling you don't have an abortion. What the fuck?
1: Yet then these are the people that run on moral uh-huh. grounds. You know, the fabric the of, party of The party of the family. That's, that's what kills me more. Uh, Ken Paxton in Texas, our attorney general, got reelected. This person is under federal indictment. Yeah. If he was, if he was, if he was served a jury duty sentence, he couldn't even... <sighs> appear to be a juror because he he's being federally indicted yet. He's the attorney general of Texas because for another people term. vote for I, the letter in mind, front of the
0: name, people see R or D don't get me wrong. Like Pete, there's plenty. Of, I know people here in Colorado that didn't sure, even sure. look, they just voted straight Democrat, which I hate, but I can't, I, you know, I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I, I, I just, I hate the idea of blindly voting because a vote means so much more than I think some people are willing to admit. Like, your vote could put into law, into permanence, and into permanency-unity forever, and you're just flippantly throwing it because the guy's a red. He's just, he's, he's an R, so I'm going to vote for him.
1: Yeah, it's. So, Walker and Warnock are going to a runoff, it just says. He'll win. And, it will could win defi- that shit. It could decide the Senate. A
0: runoff means Republicans win. So, God, like,
1: that dude clearly
0: has CTE, right? Bro, he's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> He his, his interviews yes. are bad. They are bad, and it doesn't matter.
1: Bad, doesn't matter. It's unbelievable. How did we get to a place where that doesn't matter anymore? Yeah, I don't That's know. A... I posted something recently. Well, oh, go I just, ahead. I, Sorry,
2: just go. very briefly. Like it seems like it's about winning, right? Like
0: it's just a game.
2: People are just yeah. It's a game. It's become too much of a game, probably, and yes. people aren't like totally yes. aware of what their side winning means, or
0: they just mm-hmm. don't care. No, they just want to... Win. I mean, the idea that... I, I remember when Trump got elected, there was so well, many... and I'm happy
2: about
0: it? Uh, well, that's the thing. Like, when I, I was in South Dakota, and I saw many T-shirts, many people wearing T-shirts, that said, you know, vote Trump 2020, make the liberals cry again. Like, that's all the concept of the election has been reduced to, is just so you can walk away saying, I won, my side won, and you lost, your side lost, without realizing that there are... I mean, it huge implications and the reverberations of your choice there actually matters to human beings lives it has been reduced to a very sport like a very espn narrative of we won you lost we were awesome you suck and that's it the the idea that there are policies behind these people that's it's almost irrelevant nowadays which is scary moving forward
2: it is yeah and it seems like it's it's a lot of like oh i like this one idea or this general policy yeah and i'll sort of just go with whatever for that which comes back to the point ashley was making earlier about like maybe having other choices um would you guys be cool with rank choices
0: dude i i i gotta have to admit i don't fully understand it <laughs> but yes for what with, i think with what choices what do you think what
2: do you think it what do you not understand
0: I, I, I've never really fully fleshed it out, but I I feel like the idea is I get to write down three or four different people and put them first, second, third, or fourth. Is that how it works?
2: Yeah. They list three or four people and then you rank them essentially. Yes.
0: That uh, I'm cool with that. That, that at least if if the guy I want doesn't win, then at least the girl I want, you know, I'm just saying guy, girl, do you know what I mean? If I have a few, I don't hate and One, I absolutely hate. I can at least make sure that is voiced that that person is the last of my options. Is that is that the general idea? Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that a lot. I don't see why we're not doing it. I, I
1: I like that. It's I I just I watched the election results at um, one of my uh, boyfriend's close friends ran for city council district nine, and unfortunately did not uh, win. And the person that he announced last night that he would put his full support behind into a runoff also fell out of the percentage to join the runoff. Mm. So it is kind of like such a bummer when, um, Yeah, it's it's amazing to see how much passion and effort people put into these campaigns, and just to see them go a different way.
0: Nothing, and that would again go back to the whole third party thing. As opposed to, if there's two Democrats and one Republican running in Texas, the Democrats don't have a chance. It's guaranteed going to be Republican. And honestly, it's probably the same way here in Colorado. If there's two Republicans and one Democrat, the Democrats going to win because the Republicans split the vote. If you get to rank choice, it's no longer splitting. It's no longer removing. A vote from the other person it's actually like it it just it just seems like voting as we have it now is such an old school system you pick one person and that's it and that's all and then we can we could do so many different things but i don't know that we'll ever do it i feel like there are enough people at least right now today that are willing to just dig their heels into the way it is and never change do you, have, do you guys have any hope that either ranked choice or potentially electronic or pre- any change is coming anytime soon?
1: Not within a, a minimum of a 10-year period. I don't. Right. Definitely not.
2: Yeah, things tend to move pretty slow when it comes to that kind Real of thing. Real slow. So I would not project mm. confidence in such <laughs> a change.
0: Oh, man. Um, okay, well, here's something. Uh, I, got, I got like a. It's not really even necessarily a quiz, but it's it's a couple of things. Do you guys remember Rock the Vote? And I mean, we would have been we real, real young, but do, do yeah. you remember the reverberations of that? All right, yeah,
1: yeah, oh, yeah. Early
0: yeah. '90s, Madonna was in it or whatever. And then, do you yes. remember uh, Puff Daddy's Vote or Die campaign?
2: We all watched MTV we, at the same of. time. Yes, we remember. Yep. Yeah.
1: cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. cool. <laughs> Which
0: one of them, Rock the Vote or Vote or Die? brought about a larger change a larger increase in youth voting rock the vote 1990 the voter die 2004 which one you know the correlating uh, elections that happened right after which one had a bigger increase in the youth vote compared to the elections before it
2: my instinct is rock the vote rock. so i'm gonna guess voter yeah. die because i'm wrong a lot
0: <laughs> you got it right because of the switch-ups or voter die uh voter die saw an increase uh in voter turnout of youths by four million compared to the uh the election in 2000 and rock the vote in 1990 saw an increase of 0.3 percent compared to the 1986 Damn. yeah so basically rock the vote the did, did Afghanistan and Iraq wish. had a lot to do with that the war yeah, pretty say, much overwhelmed yeah. all of that. Uh, 2004, right. Vote or Die, Puff Daddy. Can you guys name me any other celebrities that also threw their name to us? Because there are a few.
2: Well, was he dating JLo uh, at the time? Because so I'm going to guess Jennifer Lopez.
0: Oh, I don't that's have that good. on my list, but he was. So probably yeah. <laughs> I'm sure she showed up a few times. Uh, but I've got a list of one, two, three. I've got four celebrities that officially endorsed it like on, on the actual like campaign trail. All
1: right, we can do this, Ash. Here we go. Yeah, vo- vote Voter die endorsement.
0: 2004. Okay. think 2004, um, hip-hop 2004,
1: celebrities. 2004, hip-hop yeah. celebrities.
2: Nelly.
0: Great. Nelly. Nelly is not one of the main four, but yes, Nelly was a part of it. Ja? Ja? Ja Rule? Ja Rule ja, ja Rule? Well, hold up <laughs> Where's, Where's Ja? Where the fuck is Ja? It's, uh, I don't have him on my, <laughs> my list. There's a good chance. I wouldn't be surprised, but I don't have him on my list. Okay. Uh, the main three, well, I guess four is Puff Daddy, but then the other three, 50 Cent, Mariah Carey oh, sure. and Mary J. Blige. Uh,
2: New York City makes me feel.
0: Fair enough, New York, but it just takes me. It just takes me back so so far. Honestly, this was a really hard topic to like research. Like I was looking up, I wanted to like find data points of like sure. of, like youth voting and all that. Like it's really really hard to say. But here's just my question to you guys, and I have no answer here. Do you think that youth vote is more nowadays t- compared to just when we were teenagers? And like I remember when I turned eighteen, I'll just say it, I didn't vote. When I when I think it was for Obama when we were in college as like freshman sophomore I didn't vote. Did y'all? Really? No, dude, I didn't care at all until very recently. Joe, we
2: could have voted in two thousand four when George W ran.
1: Yes,
0: could have. Didn't yeah. definitely, definitely didn't. Did y'all? And by comparison, nowadays, do you think more kids are? And I don't have stats. I'm just asking.
1: I did vote. I def. I even like to be honest, felt a little emotional setting my vote through the through the ballot for this midterm. Like as messed up as it is there, you still have that right as an American. I thought, okay, I still can walk into this booth, put my conscience on a ballot and send it through. And, uh, I thought I'm not going to abuse not using that. Right. Uh, so I have always voted where I can. Um, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, I I don't know what the stats are, but my feeling is that no, that I think kids are totally, um, I think they've got way other things on their mind. I think they're more passionate. I think they're more maybe involved and in care, but I don't know if that gets them in a voting line. Mm. I think they're doing things outside of voting, like they're using social media yeah. and TikTok and building climate change groups and community efforts. But I don't know. I don't know that they're standing at the voting lines.
2: Yeah, that would be my instinct as well, right? Like they're more involved, or the ones that are involved are really involved. But the total number, my assumption would be lower. And I I agree with Ash, like anytime I get a chance to vote, I try and do it. I distinctly remember my mother, Shout out Mo, who's definitely listening, telling um, me when I was like, I don't know if I want to vote for either of these people in two thousand four. She's like, Look, you could do what you want, but when I think about the amount of people who have like literally died just for the privilege to do it, I have to go vote. And I was like, yes.
0: Okay, that's a really good point. I'll go vote. Hundred percent, well played. 100%. I mean, yeah. to be fair, Tim, my dad always told me to vote. I was just an asshole. So yeah, I, I was, like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was <laughs> like, Tim would have to be like, excuse me, I've, I'm, I need you to vote. This
0: is yeah, literally, my job a living, you voting, guy. You, you little yeah. asshole, vote <laughs> yeah, for the yeah, guy I yeah, need you yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was one thing I never did, or I never knew. My parents never once told me who they were going to vote for. I figured it out. Because you know my mom's super Republican, like incredibly conservative Texan, all that. But growing up, I never, I, I just never really knew. Did you guys know? Did your parents? Did you guys sit around talking yeah. politics?
1: All the time. Really? Yeah, I knew. Yeah, it was on. See, I like that. Yeah, it was, it was on in our house. It was always a conversation. My mom used to love Ross Perot too. It's funny that back in the day, I mean, we were. I remember going to a, you know, I went to Banningburn which is which was the private Baptist elementary school that feeds into our, the high school we all went to. And, um, my parents were big Clinton supporters and everybody else was Bob Dole on that one. And I, and I remember like saying something on the playground and getting like, Oh, you're going to hell, you know, (laughs) basically was the, was the message there, you know,
0: (laughs) and you're not the only one there are millions of you guaranteed millions of kids out there that have heard that same shit so looking back are you glad that they did talk are you are you glad because like i i'm uh, honestly i'll just lay my cards out last night we threw on the election and both my kids were like what is this what's good you know they are seven and five they don't have a fucking clue they were just like asking question questions so we answered as much as we could i mean obviously we're not going to go into a lot of the detail but like are you in general are you glad that looking back you're glad that happened
1: Absolutely. Because it just made it as a part of like, this is just what we do. This is a part of how we participate in the American experience. And it it doesn't, it didn't make it taboo. It made, you know, it brought up bigger conversations about what you really think and what you believe in and, you know, who you're supporting based on those beliefs and Uh, Yeah, my my sister took my two and a half year old nephew to the polls with her just to like show, like, this is what we do. And he wore, you know, he put the sticker on his face and was all excited. Of course, he doesn't 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 know, but he doesn't matter. But but it's ingrained in his DNA now and will be going forward. So I think it's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: Yeah, you too. Uh,
1: Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't
2: as prevalent, I would say, but it was, we were certainly aware that things were happening. And I think what was really maybe emphasized but not directly was sort of just like in the ether was just being informed and like how important it is to actually like maybe know what's going on in the world because it just makes you a better person
0: see and that i a i like hearing that but b that gives me hope for the future Because to to tie in what Ashley was saying, that the kids nowadays, they have different outlets and different resources for information. I mean, and not just entertainment, which obviously they have plenty, which is great. But the idea that your news doesn't necessarily come from CNN or Fox. The one that says the Democrats are Jesus and the Republicans are the devil or the Republicans are Jesus and the Democrats are the devil. If that's the only two options you get, of course, that has led us here as a nation because it's the only options we've had until very, very recently. Hopefully, what gives me genuine hope about the future of younger kids and just the future of our fucking doomed planet is that maybe we will have a much as long as the emphasis is be informed. Not necessarily any one idea, not necessarily you need to think this way, just you need to think you need to process information and try to get it. Maybe that'll lead to a more, you know, educated oligarchy, <laughs> maybe proletariat is the word I was looking for. Yeah, but you said oligarchy. That's I said know. oligarchy is what I said. You know what? I'm gonna stick with it. you. Said- <laughs> but no, like, does that give you any, I, I, at least personally, that gives me some hope that you hear some bullshit on Fox News, you can go Google it and check if that's, you hear some weird shit on CNN, you can go Google it and check. Does that give you hope that the kids, you know, the kids might have a better future, (laughs) might have a more informed future?
1: Yes, and you know what I honestly think is that I think that we have all been very privileged to live through an age, more or less, where some of these things didn't directly affect us, but I think as it goes on, there's gonna be more direct consequences like actual nationwide abortion laws yeah. uh the true effects of gerrymandering the true effects of climate change mm-hmm. etc uh, g- more mass shootings anti-trans to bills. no background anti-trans checks on trans- it, it, yeah.
0: there was one of the uh maybe going for senate or governor i don't know somebody here in colorado literally was like i will not allow trans children into school buildings it's like well fuck you, man. Yeah. Like you're going to ruin an entire generation. So like maybe as to your point, maybe that the, they will realize, hopefully younger kids will realize our vote actually does matter. And it's not just about it, blue it, versus it, red. it actually has real world consequences. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. I hope so. I hope
2: so. Yeah. I hope so too. Because it, like on my worst day, I would tell you that like, we already have the fatal disease as a nation. It just hasn't like fully taken a hold yet. Like bro. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. really what we're counting on yeah. is for the youth to sort of figure out the cure.
0: You hear that, that's youth? True. I know you're listening, all of you. So pay attention. Go vote. And <laughs> yeah. uh, I know last week I said that this week would be a lighter topic. Clearly lied about that. So I'm sorry. Uh, that gives me very big bottom feeder energy, and I apologize very much for that. <laughs> but y'all, seriously, this was awesome. I'm <laughs> loving these lunch things, man. Ash, I- I'm so glad you were able to make it on. This was great.
1: Thanks for having me. Hail great to see yeah.
0: you guys. Well, let's get back to work, everybody. <laughs> see y'all.
2: <laughs> we got to figure out a better way to end these
0: lunches. Nope, stuff. that's the yeah. ending. Bumfuck energy. I hate Bye. It. Bye.